Hey, Dr. Etch here. If you are like most dentists I talk to, you want to grow your practice. We all know that we didn't learn how to run a successful practice while we were in dental school. So where do we learn it once we get out into the real world? That's why myself and Dr. Justin Bullard created DentalBusinessMentor.com. If you want to know the tricks, the tips, the tactics that we use in our own practices, DentalBusinessMentor.com is for you. Over 175 videos, not to mention the documents, protocols, and checklists that we use to run our practices. We have modules on phone skills, mindset, reappointment and reactivation, leadership, culture creation, marketing, effective meetings, patient experience, case presentation, KPIs, scheduling, and collections, just to name a few. We will show you how to run the practice of your dreams. So if you are ready to take your practice and your life to the next level, check out dentalbusinessmentor.com and you have nothing to lose. We offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't happy, we aren't happy. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and take the first step towards learning how to create a practice that helps you live a better life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. It is Monday, December 2nd. It's also my brother's 40th birthday, my older brother's 40th birthday, which is kind of slightly terrifying to me because I'm only about a year and a half younger than him and that means my 40th birthday is going to be here before I know it and I can't even believe I've made, I well I was I was going to say I can't believe I made it this far but I just can't believe I'm about to turn 40 in about a year and a half but anyway he's turning 40 we went out for his birthday Saturday night we had a great time um, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving got some time to spend with the family got to kind of rebase yourself and see what you're thankful for and see why you're doing all this stuff and why you work so hard. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving and I love turkey. So it was a good week for me, ready to get back to work. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, you know, I want to thank some people gave uh, reviews on the book. I got Trevor Zlatnik. He gave me a review on the book and the podcast. Thank you so much. I got Lee Hua Shen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, but thank you so much for the review on the book. And Michael Tran, one of the owners of Floss Dental out in Texas. Thanks so much for that, man. I really appreciate it. And then, you know, I noticed that you could review the audio book in a completely different section of um, not, not on Amazon and uh, Jeffrey Martins and Spencer Greer those are some older reviews but thank you for that I never got a chance to thank you didn't see them alright so what are we going to talk about today right alright so I want to talk about like we are looking in the wrong area we are blaming the wrong thing when we're crying about our new patients, okay? How many new patients are we seeing? A 20, 30? Now, if you heard me talk, you know that my practice is seeing roughly about 180 a month now, okay? So we're doing a lot of marketing. We have 11 chairs, and we are really hitting away at new patients. Now, we've always seen over 80. Now, some people say, I don't know how to do that. Why am I doing that? What's wrong with my marketing? That's what's wrong, is that we're talking about marketing. We can't be blaming the marketing. It's not the marketing's fault for the most part, okay? It, it, can, it can be, but let's look in some other areas that might be an issue in your practice that might be causing you to want to blame that marketing, but no, okay? So when we always look to, well, I got to do more pay-per-click. Oh, I got to, are mailers working in your area? Should I do mailers? Do I do the big ones? Do I have small ones? All right, let's look at the touch points before the phone call, before the new patient phone call, okay? So what's a touch point? That's any time that somebody interacts with our brand. That could be a, a mailer. That could be a pay-per-click ad. Uh, for most people, even if they do hear about you or if they do get your mailer or if they do find you via some external marketing, they're going to check out your website. 
What does your website look like? Do you have a nice looking website? Is that money well spent? I mean, should you spend $4,000, $5,000 on a really nice website? You know, I don't know. I think you should spend the money on it. I mean, you got to look at it from this angle is that how long is your website going to be there and how many new patients can it convert? What is a new patient worth to you? Maybe about thousand bucks, I'd say. I think that's an average, just it's, that's a safe estimate. So if you could convert five new patients over that $5,000 website's lifetime, it's worth it. You know, we talk about these things. Some people don't have these nice practice videos where they come in and do testimonials with your team and testimonials with your, your patients. Is that money well spent? Well, let's see. What do they cost? Maybe three to $6,000? Can you convert three to six patients that'll say yes and call your office that wouldn't have if you didn't have the video? you damn right you can. Okay, so you got to look at it from that avenue. Maybe you're hitting people with your external marketing, but maybe your website just sucks, right? What's your online reputation? What does your review count look like? Are you someone that just doesn't care about, oh, I don't have time for that. That's for the young kids. It's stupid. Hey, you know what? It is important. Everybody is doing it, okay? It used to just be like the 30-year-olds and the blow. I'm telling you, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds are going on Google and they're reading reviews. So it matters. You need to populate your reviews. You can automate this with things like uh, Podium, Swell, Yappy does it. You know, it doesn't matter, but you need to be populating reviews. Do you need to ask all your patients for them? It helps. It absolutely does. Anytime somebody says something nice about my office, I always ask them if they can write a review. But you can do this. You can automate it as well through text messages and things like that so that you don't have to ask anybody. But the other thing is, it's important. So let's say I'm a new patient and I get your your mailer and I really love it. Or someone says, man, this guy, hey, he's great. You got to go see Dr. Paul. And then, then they go look at my online reviews and it's like, this guy's a jerk. All he cares about is money. Uh, they, they, they told me to pay one thing and then they and, and then they came back and billed me for more because of my insurance or something. You know what? That matters. Okay, so, that, so that we might be blaming the marketing again. But you know what? It's that your online reputation sucks. All right, what about like you got a nice website and you got, you know, but your practice just looks old. You know, is it worth spending the money on that? And that's another thing, you know, I updated my practice after five years. And I know you're thinking, well, yeah, you expanded to 11 operatories. No, I I did this probably two years before I expanded into 11 operatories. This was long before I thought about expanding from my five to 11 op. I just wanted an updated practice. And after five years, you know, it was time for new new paint colors, new walls, uh, some new flooring and some, you know, some new countertops. It didn't cost a whole lot. But I wanted to stay on top of it. I wanted to be ahead of the game. And I wanted to be a high-tech practice. Okay, so that was part of it. All right, so let's think about those things. Those are the touch points before the call. What are other areas where we might screw up the new patients but want to blame the marketing? Our phones, right? Are we even answering them? How many phone calls are we missing? Let's say we miss one out of three. All right, let's just remember that. We're going to miss one out of three calls. Now, what about our new patient conversion percentage? What your new patient conversion percentage is, the percentage of new patients that call and how many get an appointment. So uh, what's a new patient call? Like we, we, we track this new patient conversion at my office. And when we started doing it, my team was like getting very detailed. Well, was this a new patient call? Is this a new patient call? Here's what a new patient call is. Anyone that calls your practice with a question that's not already a patient. Minus vendors. Okay. So if they call and they ask about what's a crown, they call if they ask you're in your insurance, if they call and they ask what your hours are, that is a prospective new patient call, and we should be able to convert that into a new patient appointment. 
you need to start tracking these things. How do you track them? Okay. Do you need to get someone to record your phone calls? No, but I think you should be recording phone calls, but you don't need that. Just a little tally sheet. Have the people in front do it. Explain to them the purpose of doing it. You want to have a metrics just to see where you're at and how you're doing. This is not to make feel people feel guilty. This is not to make people feel that you're you're being overly bearing or micromanaging or anything like that. It's just to see where you're at. This is what's going to happen. Your team is going to be excited about this, and they're going to start being paying a little bit more attention to getting the new patient in. And it gives them those little mental high fives when they do it because they're tallying it. And you're tracking it and you're looking at this. At my office, we have this at a, on a whiteboard in our sterile area. So it's it's worth doing, okay? Now, what if your new patient conversion percentage is not where you want it to be? Guess what? It's time for phone skills training. I don't care where you do it. I don't care if you hire someone to come into your office. I don't care if you go to seminar to do it. I don't care if you get on Dental Business Mentor. There's two modules on there, one from Justin and one from me. You can use those as well. But you need to do phone training with your team. And this should be done just about once a year, irregardless, because it's always good to have a refresher. Okay, now, before we move on to the other thing, remember I said, let's say we're not answering one out of every three calls. All right. So let's say we get 30 calls, new patient calls. We only answer 20 of them. Now, what if our new patient conversion rate's about 50%? Now, out of those 20 that we answered, we're only getting 10 of them. So that means we have to generate three new patient calls to get one new patient. Now, what if our treatment acceptance rate is 30%? I mean, you could see how this can just destroy your practice by just failing to look at these little things. Now, what are we looking at? My marketing's not working. This company sucks. Okay, so it might be some other things. That's what I'm trying to make you look at and kind of think about. Now, another metric that I think is really cool to track for new patients is what I call added patients, right? This is an added new patient that is done by either your front desk or hygienist, and it's by them asking to book the rest of the family. A lot of times we'll see the kids first. Isn't that great how, like, the parents we just send in our kids is like the guinea pigs? So they send in the kids, and then they like it, they have a good experience, and then we don't ask to book the parents. Or we, or then mom books, and then we don't ask if there's any other kids, or if they want to book the husband. Or vice versa, the husband comes in and, and they, they, we don't ask them to book their wife or their kids. So an added patient for me, and this is something we track at my office as well, weekly, it's just a tally sheet. We keep track of it on a whiteboard in our sterile. It's a great metric for front desk. Um, primarily front desk, but I said also hygienists can do this too. It's just, I want you asking, is there anyone else we can book for you while you're right here? Do you want to make another appointment for them while you're right here? And then, oh, well, I actually talked to them. Well, why don't we make them an appointment? And if they need to switch it, then they can call. Okay. That's the kind of verbiage we use, okay? We're not overly pushy, but we're, we're, we want to be a little bit, we want to lead the patient to, let's book the rest of your family, okay? So if you want more new patients, what do you have to do? Okay, first of all, look at what you're putting out online. Look at your product. Look at your marketing. I mean, look at what you are marketing as far as what does your practice look like? What does your website look like? What is your online reputation? And then secondly, look at your phone skills. And if you have no idea what your phone skills are, look at the new patient conversion rate. Start tracking that. And then, you know, listen to a phone call. I guarantee you're going to hear some things you're not happy about. And that's just every single office in the whole entire world has that issue because it's helpful and we just don't realize sometimes what's going on on the phone. All right, the last thing was that added new patients. is just track that metric with your team. Talk about why it's important and talk about how they can ask for that. 
All right, y'all. That was fun. Okay, we are going to see you next week. I've got Craig Spodak on from the Bulletproof Dental Practice podcast, okay? We're going to talk about a lot of good stuff. Always great having Craig on. He was actually my first guest, and this will be episode number 84, 85. I can't remember. Somewhere up there. We're getting close to 100. And then we got a new release that me and Dr. Justin Bullard are going to start doing where we're just answering FAQs. I think I'm going to release that on this upcoming Thursday, and that'll be an every other week episode as well. Uh, just trying to put more content out there, just more good stuff. So everybody have a great week. Start getting that Christmas shopping done. Don't wait till the last minute. And we're going to talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>